Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. On Oilers Radio, 6.30 Chad. All right, it's 105 at Edmonton. Number two of Oilers Now. Our apologies for the technical difficulties for the uh, 23 of you individuals who text me on the Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. It's that this show is going as well as the Oilers playoff run. Yes, I get it, and we'll endeavor to be better. And it's one of the unique challenges when you're doing the show from home. One of these days, our uh, overlords will all allow us to go back into the same place. Um there you have it. Again, you can text us at any time, 780-496-0063. Ashley Fine Floors text line. Get the new floors you've always wanted with Ashley Fine Floors, 143rd Street and 111th Avenue, open Monday through uh, Saturday. And you can uh, give us a call. We will do a little bit of open line time, time permitting, 780-496-0063, River Cree Resort Casino Hotline. Digitex, that is the title sponsor of Oilers Now. Hugh Porter, like you, uh, many of you, not all of you, but like many of you, an Oilers fan, he wishes you and yours all the best during these challenging and uncertain times. Digitex.ca, Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Mark Spector is today's headliner for Wilhock Beef Jerky. It just might be the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhock, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. We go to the River Creek Resort Casino, back into Mark Spector for the horses and horse racing Alberta. The horses remain in training. They continue receiving the utmost in care. Stay safe, and we'll see you when the racing um, is safe to do so. All right, Spec. So, uh, again, losers lament on the officials. Let's move past that. It is what it is. Uh, I, we've conceded that the Jets had uh, superior goaltending, even though Mike Smith wasn't the reason Edmonton lost. Better depth. Ken Holland. Did not have a lot of cap space over the course of the last two years. Several of you texted into the show say the owners are paying for the sins of their past on two fronts. Cap management under the Shirelli regime and also uh, a scenario in which maybe the owners didn't do a better job drafting and development. Now, this is the summer. The owners, Mark, could have upwards of $25 million in cap space if they get creative. You can read between the lines of what I'm saying. There's aspects in the CBA that can uh, create that sort of mechanism and window. How confident are you that uh, Holland can address some of the weaknesses with the team and add some uh, solid forwards into his top nine mix and possibly a second-pairing left shot, D, and address goaltending? Well, 
Yeah, I think you can do all those things. Um, you know, I think he's shown that he's certainly shown he's pretty good at, at rounding up the million-dollar players. You know, some of them have worked. Uh, I'm going to say to you that um, Josh Archibald has been a real good pickup. Slater Cuckoo looks like a nice player. He's helped here. Uh, other guys, you know, didn't work out, right? He, I don't think we'll look back at the Cahoon signing and say that it worked out. But Ken Holland's a guy that, that that's good at, you know, he plays, I think he does it the right way. you got to bring in about six guys and hope that you hit on three of them. That's just how it works in free agency with guys that are floating around out there. Getting a top six left winger, Bob, is a bigger deal. you got to hit on the right guy. You know, and now it gets complicated. What if you got a shot at... Uh, at uh, Hyman in uh, Zach Hyman in Toronto. Well, if you do, you might not be able to afford Nugent Hopkins. So that gets complicated. Uh, but he certainly needs. One, if he keeps Nugent Hopkins, he needs one top six left winger. If he doesn't keep Nugent Hopkins, he needs two. Finding two top six left wingers in the same free agent period, Bob. Nah, that's not always so easy. Uh, he probably has ten million to spend on those two slots. Realistically speaking, I would okay. think. Okay. Um... Does does the McDavid dry settle factor make it more attractive, or conversely, do you think there's still some perception out there that you know Edmonton might not be the sexiest draw? I know that there's the occasional agent, not Jerry Johansson, may I add, but there might be some other agents that have inferred to me, well, you're going to have to make a pretty compelling argument to get my guy to listen, and I'm like. Your guy ain't that good in the first place, bud, so shut up. But anyhow, that's another story for another time. Uh, is it still a factor? I mean, because my yeah. theory has always been, Mark, the better the team, the better the chance it is to recruit players. You tell me. Yeah, the, the only way to solve the Edmonton slash Winnipeg issue with, it's, it's even some, some of the players don't want to play there. A lot of the wives don't want to live there, right? The wives don't want to be sitting at home in Edmonton in January when the husbands go off on a California road trip. That's just a fact of life. So the way to combat that is to have either A, a team where the husband tells the wife, honey, I can win a Stanley Cup up there, so we're going. Or B, the Tyson Berry factor, where you get free agents who are trying to prove themselves, who are betting on themselves, who are trying to have a big season, and maybe you get them on shorter-term deals the way, you know, the way Buffalo got uh, Taylor Hall, the way Edmonton got Tyson Berry. If you're looking for forwards here, if you're looking for wingers here, there's not a better destination in the National Hockey League because they got the two highest-scoring centermen in the, in the league. So there is no better place for a free agent winger to come to beef up his stats than here in Edmonton. It's just a fact. Do they need a third-line center more experienced than Ryan McLeod? Uh, ideally, but that's down to me. That That's down the um, priority list a little bit. Well, 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 let's do the priority list. What do you got? Can they, okay, Mark, let me ask you one. Just before we get to the priority list, can they come back with the same goaltending tandem? No, I don't think so. That's It's time to have some future. Every year that Mike Smith gets older, it makes it more important to have the next guy in the fold. So, you know, do they have the next guy among all their properties of goal, the property of goaltenders right now, Bob? No. You know, I don't know if they do. I think no, it's an no, unknown. I'll, I'll say no. Okay. No. Okay, we'll say no. So now we got to find that guy. That we keep coming back to a Chris Dreger, uh, a good young goalie who's in his mid twenties is what they need. I'm happy having Mike Smith back, yeah. but at 40 years old, uh, I need a guy that if Mike Smith goes down to injury or if it ends for Mike Smith, and sometimes it ends fast, uh, 
for NHL goalies. I got a guy that can carry the ball. So Koskinen can't carry the ball. We all know that. Uh, they need a goalie. That's a very high priority for me, Bob. Yeah, uh, it's funny. I saw a tweet today. We'll have Kevin Weeks on the show on Thursday. The last nine Stanley Cup champions have had goaltenders that were drafted and developed by that organization. That is a very uh, interesting perspective. Yeah, and, it's and, interesting. Uh, now, that said, uh, Stuart Skinner has uh, had a good year. The Bakersfield Condors are advanced to the Pacific Division final. Uh, they beat the San Diego Gulls last night, game three in that series, but he is not ready next year to play in the NHL, in my opinion. He needs a full season, AHL, you know, 45 starts out of 60, however many, I think they play 68 games in that division. He needs a year like that, and then we'll see where it goes uh, for him in a couple years from now. To me, uh, Dreger, we mentioned Elvis Merzlichkin, something might give Arizona might be a team to watch as well, Spec, in terms of goaltending. But maybe Kemper at this stage has, has been banged up too much. Time will tell. So, list of priorities. You, you Put your GM hat on, Mark. Uh, target the areas. Well, depth at forward is what's hurt this team the most. Right, depth at forward is the most important thing. Again, my biggest priority for the Edmonton Oilers is to find at least one more top six forward. Let's say this. Let's say they keep. Let's say for fun, this conversation about they keep Nugent Hopkins. Okay. So in my top six, I've got McDavid, I got Drysaddle, I got Pulyarvi, I got Nugent Hopkins. I'm going to bring in a legit top six left winger. That is my top priority for this team. So now I have five legit top six guys in my top six. My second line right wing, I'm going to play with that. I don't need another $4 million guy there, Bob. Right? I can play with a little bit. I can run Cassian in there. I can run Yamamoto in there. Sure. I can run different guys through that position. I'm okay with that. If I got five legit top six guys, that means I can play Drysaddle and McDavid. I can start every game all year with them on separate lines. It makes me a way harder team. Top line left wing, second line left wing, I got to find one. And that's assuming we saw, they sign Nugent Hopkins. Right. Yeah. If they don't sign Nugent Hopkins, they need two. You might okay? be spending, they need you, two. You might be spending twelve million dollars on left wings. Six, Whatever. Four, they, six, four, and two. Six, four, and two between those three positions, those three slots. Okay. And then after that, I think the second. I mean, they're clearly going to need. Uh, you know, it's an unknown what's going on with Oscar Clefbaum, and that's a big deal here. Like, if Oscar's coming back, you wave goodbye to Barry. You know, if Oscar's not coming back, you think about Barry a little harder. I suspect, if I had to bet you right now, Bob, I would say that Tyson Barry won't play here next year. Right. I would just not. It has no reflection on his level of play. More so, they just that's not a position they're going to commit to the kind of money he could probably get on the market as the highest scoring defense in the league this year. So I think he'll go elsewhere to earn that money in that term. Uh, they need a left side defenseman in this in this team. I think they'll resign Slater Cuckoo. Uh, they got to go, and, you know, the way they got Kulikov this year, Bob. They need a better guy. Yeah, That's I'd agree with that. Yeah, no, I, I agree. That, better guy than Cuckoo. They got to they got to readdress the three left wing slots. One of them could be easily done with Nugent Hopkins. Uh, I think they need a fourth line right shot center. I didn't mind Haas's game, and he won some draws last night. But it's the only time I saw that all season. I yep. might want a guy a little bit more established. It's in that fifty-five to fifty-six percent. Their faceoffs hurt them. They got they gave up goals on faceoff plays for two straight playoff years. Mark, it's been an issue here. A lot of people say, "Ah, oh, stop it! You're always whining about the faceoffs." No, it it's matter- a huge issue. 
it's, it's, it's an issue. You can't have just one guy that you can put out there that's a 54, 55% guy, which is dry settle. So, all well, right. I think we're going to see McDavid get better on faceoffs. He's improved this year. I think he was just below 50% this year, which is a huge improvement. Yeah. Uh, Nugent Hopkins has been in the league long enough that we can now say with, with absolute surety he is never going to be a strong faceoff man. He's a 43%er. That's what he is. It's never going to change. So, you know, now you're running McLeod out as your third line center. It takes a long time to be a good line face, a good face off man this league. So yes, it'd be nice to have that guy, that Mike Pekka. But yeah. I guess I'd ask you, Bob, does next year's can can next year's lineup include Ryan McLeod, Jujar Kara, and Gaetan Haas? Can it include all three guys? I think you need a change there with at least one of those guys not named McLeod. Like, if you're going to play McLeod as your third-line center, you better have a veteran right-shot center that you know you can count on all the time uh, in each situation. And, and in the fourth you, spot. And the other thing is you're not spending more than a million bucks on that guy. It's So no. it's a very, very tricky situation. For some quick hitters here. You mentioned – all right, so we assume Larson's back. I, I, I think that's fair to say, Mark. We should mention to the listeners, Larson and, and Tyson Berry are both represented by CAA. They're going to know the lay of the land. I, you expect Adam Larson back. I expect Adam Larson back. Absolutely. We think Barry's probably a long shot. Uh, I will tell you right now I believe that Evan Bouchard is going to surprise people with what he's going to be able to do. I'm it's time for him to play now. Right? It's time for him to play. And the other thing is, they got to include him in the penalty killing. Okay? Well, sure. Any, any part top of the four pr- defenseman should kill penalties, in my opinion. Well, he, he might start off third pair, but part of the premise by sticking with Bear all season long was that he killed penalties, and then he had some rough moments in this, and Bear's going to be back, and he's going to have a chance to bounce back out of this, but they've got to... I know Bouchard's going to be on the power play. They've got to... Uh, if they don't re-sign Barry, it's, I, I think Bouchard might be the number one power play guy on D right away, right off the get-go. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know about that, Bob. I don't know. All right, I'll take I'll, I'll take some of that action. I'll take yeah, some of that action. I don't know about that. That's that, how that to me is that to me is why it's so important to you know. It's I think you got to have if you want to continue where you're at with this team and not take a step back. I think you might want to have either Barry or Clefbaum on your team. If you go into next year without either guy on your team, I guess is is Bouchard stepping in front of Nurse on your power play? I doubt it. He might be. He I might be. It. All right. Well, we'll see, Mark. That's part of the beauty of the situation. <laughs> All right. Uh, any uh, so Devin Shore? Do you bring him back? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Devin Shore, I bring him back. He's an inexpensive, effective fourth line player. Uh, if I could have a fourth line with Josh Archibald on one side and Devin Shore on the other, I better have a big, beefy centerman. But I don't mind Devin Shore one bit. I just want a guy that can win draws. He doesn't. Have, he has to be able to think. He can think his way around the ice. So there yep. you have it. All right. Uh, so we're going to hear from the players here. Uh, any any concern at all? I know that some of the uh, what did what did Ralph Klein once call those guys the Eastern? You know what? Uh, some of them have been out on Twitter chirping about all. These guys seem to know a lot for guys that aren't in town and aren't like you and me haven't been in the room for the last 14 months. And even when the, I travel with the team all season long, I don't know what the heck's going on all the time. Oh, that's because you're stupid stuff or you don't know. I got a buddy, my buddy, who's a friend of this guy's sister. They know it's anyways. You know what I'm saying here. Any concerns at all about McDavid and Dreisaitl's happiness or commitment or anything like that? No, no. And I think it, it becomes insulting to the player. 
I mean, let, let's differentiate. Let's make something straight here. When a player becomes an unrestricted free agent at age, whatever, what age is, uh, I mean, Conor McDavid is going to be like 28, 29 years old. If he becomes an unrestricted free agent, that's a separate conversation completely. If he decides, I've earned the right to do what I want, I don't think he will at this point. In fact, I'd be flabbergasted. But if he does, that's his right. But saying that a player is going to quit on his team and ask for a trade is a completely different conversation. I think it's. I think anyone. You know, I don't know Connor McDavid. We don't go out for drinks or dinner. But I've known the kids since the day they they drafted him, and as from a journalist journalist player relationship as close as or far away as that may be, Bob. And I'm going to say to you. This kid doesn't quit on stuff. He's not a quit guy. He doesn't look around him and say, I'm too good for this situation. I'm walking away. He is so tied in with dry saddle, with nurse, right? He's in, he, he's, he's a, you know, him and Tippett are, are thinking along the same page. You can see how he's improved his game defensively at the behest of the coaching staff. Uh, he is one with this organization. He's not quitting, Bob. It's not quitting. It's not walking away and quitting. Yeah. That's not the Connor McDavid. I don't know if you know, have ever seen a, a bone in Connor McDavid's body that has the word quit written on it, but I sure as hell don't see one. I think it's a disrespectful conversation. There, he went to Erie, and Leon Dreisaitl went to PA. Do you know how many players, and do you know how many agents had their players talk them, uh, get out of those yeah. situations to go, go to, to London, places? right? Right, get paid yeah. to go to London or, yeah. uh, you know, get paid to go to Portland? Come yeah. on, man. Yeah. And, you know, and Don't it's... Don't see it. Don't see it. And here's here's another... And we've only mentioned this 8,433 times in the show over the course of the last five seasons. Who are the three hardest-working guys on the team, most committed guys on the team? Sure. Mc, McDavid, Settle, and Nugent Hopkins. And that single reason, I would think, Mark, should make the fans fairly optimistic about the direction and course of where the organization's headed. Because the players that follow, not necessarily the guys that were here before, but the players that follow after, the younger players, that becomes the standard of expectation in terms of your commitment level. Yeah, I've said it on this show several times, and I'm willing to say it again. What Boston has that we have envied here in Edmonton for so long a leadership group where you where young players just walk into the room and join into the successful program and learn how it's done. I'm not saying Eminem has it because these guys haven't won anything yet. Okay. They're not Bergeron. They're not Chara. You know, they're not Krejci and Pasternak and, and Marshawn because they haven't won. That's the next step. But I see this group as a group that will become that for Edmonton. I see this, this, they'll have to pay nurse, and he's going to make a bunch of money. And, and part of having a leader like him is you got to pay him, and I get that. But in those three guys, and a guy like a Larson, and Smith won't be here that much longer, but I see him in this vein, they've got the proper template of leadership that they can build properly around here. It's not a bunch of guys coming from other organizations, and we're trying to import leadership here who are over the hill. These are good, young superstars in the middle of their prime. And you build an organization and build a culture around these guys. We've been looking forward to them and involved forever. I think it's here. Uh, and I'll leave you with this just on Bergeron, Mark. You would remember this. You know I would remember this because that's what I do. 
Patrice Bergeron <laughs> won. Patrice Bergeron won his first Stanley Cup at, just before turning 26 years of age. The year after, Boston tanked a three-nothing series lead against the Philadelphia Flyers. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that was pretty significant adversity for the Bruins to go through. That was a what I I know I've talked to a couple players off their team and they were devastated as the Flyers came back in that series and beat them. And the next year they won the cup. There's growing pains along the way. Speck, look, the player interviews have started. I know you got some work to do. Thank you for joining us on uh, Oilers Now, and we'll touch base later in the week, okay? All right, Bobby. Thanks for having me. We will uh, go off momentarily to uh, our Ashley Fine Floors text line. We will get to this day uh, or to uh, NHL Today for Elite Promotional Marketing. It's 124 at Edmonton, and you're listening to Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you. Just had Mark Spector for the Horses and Horse Racing Alberta on the show. He'll be on again on Friday. Let's go to NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing Company. Branded apparel products and awards all created in-house. Shop local at ElitePromoMarketing.com. Back in the 630 Chet Studios. Here's Brennan Escott. Well, if you haven't seen it on social media yet, uh, congratulations to Darnell and uh, Michaela Nurse on the arrival of baby Aiden. It looks like uh, Nurse was able to get on a uh, plane back to Toronto and arrive in time to see the birth of his first child. So congratulations there. Uh, tonight, Toronto can put Montreal in a real bad spot. They're up two games to one heading into tonight's game three, or four rather. Uh, Carolina returns home to host Nashville, though they are tied up 2-2 now. Pat Rune find just over $3,800 for unsportsmanlike conduct. Uh, about 15 seconds left in their game against Florida. Uh, he got a misconduct on that play in that same game. Defenseman Ryan McDonough uh, picked up a $5,000 fine for spearing Mason Marchment. JT Miller's camp says he has not requested a trade out of Vancouver, despite some rumors right now. Bakersfield Condors beating San Diego in their semifinal playoff series. Uh, two games to one was the final result. Both of the, the final two games needing overtime. Captain Brad Malone scored the overtime winner in the decisive uh, game three. They'll move on to face Manny Viveros and the Henderson Silver Knights in the final, uh, the Pacific Division final that is. Uh, Canada remaining winless at the World Hockey Championship. They've scored two goals through three games. They set seven of eight eight teams in Group uh, B. Can't score. Happens sometimes. And yeah, congratulations uh, to Darnell Nurse and McCann. What a what an interesting uh, situation. It shows you you never know what people are going through. And uh, <laughs> the guy played sixty two. What's he on the phone during the interview? Who knows? That's a, that's a, well that's that's a happy story around a, a very challenging time to say the least. There's an old saying in the car business: cars cost less than a task. With Brent Rich Ford is a ten-time President's Award winner for customer satisfaction, open six days a week to serve you while following all COVID protocols to protect both customers and staff. Uncle Milt says they're low on used vehicle inventory, which makes now a perfect time for you to sell. Let the gang at Brent Rich Ford lend a hand. You can reach them one eight seven seven four seven seven thirty six seventy three or visit brentridge.com. All right, where are you at here? That's what I want to know. When we come back, we'll open up the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. I got literally, uh, I think we're over 2,000 texts right now. It'll show here in the first hour and a half. But uh, I got some texts to bang through as well, but we'd love to hear from you. We'll open up the phone lines after a global uh, news weather traffic update with Evan Cook. It's 1.30 in Edmonton.
Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.